It's that time again. Time for your more than jibba jabber podcast. Let's go! With your hosts, JJ. What's up, man? Christine. Go, girl. JD and Shama. Hi, fellas. Spreading knowledge to help overcome the fears of our time. Yeah, these guys really know what they're talking about, so listen, y'all. It's time to start the podcast. Imagine the seatbelts, folks. You're listening to More Than Jibber Jabber. And I just want to add that Alan is a host too. Is the host with the most few words. <laughs> We're going to have to redo the bumper to add Alan in there. Or you could just do this every time. Well... It, with everything that I've had going on, I've been trying to work up a new intro. JD was supposed to have gotten back to me a couple weeks ago with some ideas for the opener, but he's been busy too. So <laughs> I was. Oh, well, yeah. Hmm. Uh, I don't think I've thought about it since. Yeah. I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> I, I know you've been busy playing with solar panels and stuff and other stuff so yeah yeah and i i haven't really had time I, i've been we're in a race against the uh oh. <laughs> mother nature here so anyway <laughs> welcome everybody <laughs> this is uh episode 90 more than jibber jabber and when sean comes in here we're going to be talking about my enemy is my best witness and sean's got a, a pretty good what would you call it thought on this i mean how he's he's going to tie all this stuff together we we've been talking with him throughout the week and you know sean's sean's the one with next to alan the most experienced in the court system alan's got a lot of how would you put it alan observation of court under your belt little unmute button there alan that's me bringing you in there we go. a little bit of time of ais in the courtroom right yeah. Mm-hmm. Ash in seat. You know what AIS is, right? Yep. <laughs> Not in the hot seat, though. No, 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 no. But enough to... Um, enough to know to stay out of one. I do not want to be in the hot seat. Yeah, exactly. Enough to learn a lot of the stuff of what to do and not to do so that you don't get in the hot seat. Yeah, when you watch other people make mistakes, it's a lot easier to realize the mistake's been made when you didn't make it. Yeah, I agree with that. So, any... Few words from sis this week. Kick things off. Do you have anything you want to get off your chest? <laughs> no, not anything that would be proper for the show. Uh oh. <laughs> Here we go. Are you sure you want to ask her that? <laughs> Why not? I guess I'm a glutton for punishment. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'll just I'll just keep that the wraps. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> for now. That's, yeah, that's save it for the after call. Save it for the after call. <laughs> I don't even know that's proper for the after call. So <laughs> it, it looks like the what's up, Sean? One and only shaman has made it. Char- Charmin, Charmin, don't squeeze the Charmin, and don't lick the JJ. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, so did you get the uh, links that I sent you, Sean? Where, when, what? I sent you some links about an There's hour link. ago concerning the Social Security stuff that you had asked for to be pulled up. I didn't know yeah, which one of those you yeah. wanted to use. That's not for me. That's for everybody else. Right. Well, I've read them to bring up and talk about. Yeah, yeah no, I mean, I'm just leaving that at your charge, sir. I'm the mouth runner. You are the typey guy. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Mine is the mouth that spilleth over, and yours is the fingers that do the tickling. So you tickle away, buddy. Hey, man. What is all the innuendos here? He's tickling and chests. And Dude, that's all on your mind. That's a finger tickler. Licking. On the keyboard. Keyboard tickler, man. You got. We don't have. We don't have money in the budget. We don't have money in the budget for him. Holy shit! The great Alan speaks. (laughs) We got ten minutes till he passes out. Go, Alan. Go. Yeah, right. (laughs) I said we don't have budget. We don't have the money in the budget for a room. Y'all need to calm down. (laughs) Hey, you know what? You know what? You know what? You know what? Alan told me when we were hanging out Friday night. Nobody is going to believe this. Go ahead. I, I, I know he, what said he said. I'm, he I, said I'm too nice. Yeah, I can't believe that. My wife laughed. Did you really say that? But I know what he meant. It, it must have been in context of something specific. <laughs> oh, it's contextual, all right. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, contextual. Come on, Alan. Is that drunk or something? <laughs> <laughs> It's quite possible, brother. <laughs> it was after two cream ales. <laughs> that ain't enough or nothing. Well, I don't know what you did before I met you. You could have been shooting up heroin for all I know. I don't, I don't have a clue to me what anybody does. Hell, I don't even know half of what I do half the time. Maybe you have to keep me in line. So who's going to pull Who's gonna pull the little wind-up string? I am. I, I was getting ready to ask you where you want to go it, first. Pull the, the Baron case? The, put the Dallas case? No, nah, I'm going to hit it all. I'm going to start with Adam and Eve. Adam and Eve. Okay. Well, we don't have I'm that. Start with Adam and Eve. I don't have that to be able to Well, I think this is pretty much a, a general story everybody's familiar with. Okay. Shoot. I think we can follow along. Now, I am not quoting most of the time, and if I do quote things, I will let you know. Other than that, I will be speaking my own little language, but it will have the meaning of it as to my studies. The other day, I got... It just like inundated like 17 different pages of somebody who is just absolutely blistering this show, just blistering the people on this show. Just And at first I was pissed. I was really pissed off because uh, first of all, this is not the church. We all have different beliefs here. This is a natural law study, which means free will to me. Natural law is free will with consequences. Okay, and anybody who's listened to me pretty much knows my position on the whole creator aspect. But what I don't do is tell everybody else what they have to believe, because that's a big part of the problem in the world anyway. And that's what I think Alan meant by being being too nice. Sometimes I'm too apologetic about it because I don't want to piss people off. But the reality is that sometimes people need to be pissed off in the right way because they're pissed anyway. But I I did think about it, and my wife kind of said something to me, and it's. It's easy to forget that not everybody sees things the way you do. And your initial reaction when somebody attacks you is to attack back. And that's exactly what the other side 
does. They get you upset, fearful, and angry. And they use that anger to manipulate you. It's called the Hegelian dialectic. So I'm not going to use the person's name. I am going to use some of the philosophies. Honestly, I didn't get through the first page before I had to quit reading because it was just so pretentious and uh, vile to me. It was a misapplication of scripture. It was inapplicable to, and, and it's not appropriate to blanket everyone. It's just not, it's not appropriate to do that. You can't blanket anyone, this whole group, any more than you could. You can't do that. Every one of us on here believes something different, including the person that wrote this. So it's with a sense of humility I'm going to approach this. I, I will say I was initially very angry, and I am a little frustrated because anybody's bothered to listen to this show or JC and mine show or Gus's show, like I used to do Bible lessons on Saturday and I would work the Bible lessons up, write it down on a piece of paper and send it in. And then Gus would share it. Like we, I can do that, but that's a different, that was a different show than the law show. And the reason is because there's all kinds of different laws. And even the person that wrote this should re recognize that, especially where they're living right now. But the biggest problem that I, I sat down and I tried to think of it, a different way and it was this like this person does not understand jurisdiction and they do not understand consent but i'm going to make it very very clear tonight what i mean by that because guys that's the most important thing i'm not sitting up here talking about being a harvard graduate of code and annotated code and positive and non-positive law was was chad you know was Title 18 codified, da, 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 da. I'm not doing that. That's not what I'm doing. I'm familiar with a lot of that stuff. Mine has always been a religious approach. At the end of everything I say, I generally say, Yeshua is my belief, and I believe the Torah, the Bible, is the way to go. But that's not everybody's belief. But if you don't get people to understand they even have the choice of the matter, none of it matters. Because, look, you can follow Torah. The Pharisees followed the Torah, and they didn't write. Not only did they... Listen, they actively went against Christ, but they followed the Torah and then some. Now, they were obviously duplicitous, just like all of us, including the person that wrote those documents or wrote those things to the group. Like, you're duplicitous, too. And, and you know that because it says, thou shalt have no gods before me. And that means there are other gods. There are gods on this earth. Satan is the god of this earth now. He's the prince of the power of the air. And how did he gain that jurisdiction? So let's go back to the beginning. Again. I'm paraphrasing. So Yeshua, uh, Yahweh, or Yeshua, because he was there, the word was made, and no thing was made without him that was not made. Everything was made by the word. That's it, the spoken word. So he creates Adam and Eve. He creates Adam in his image, and he creates Eve to be his helpmate. And they were perfect, right? And he gave him dominion of the earth, and he said, go ye therefore and replenish the earth, to do again, by the way. So he gives him dominion of the earth, but he gives him a rule. He says, don't eat of that tree of knowledge. Don't eat of it. And they're like, all right. So then a little time goes by. They're chilling out. They're doing whatever Adam and Eve does in the garden, communion with God. They're in a perfect environment. Everything's great. They're light. They're creatures of light in his image. Then comes the serpent. He comes down. He slithers on over to Eve. He's like, hey, uh, fruit looks pretty good, don't it? Yeah, but he told us not to eat it. God really tell you not to eat it? He told us not to even touch it. I don't know. He said we surely die if we ate. I don't think you're going to die. He's just he's just trying to keep it out. He just don't want you to know stuff. So he convinces him to eat it, right? So she takes it back, and she convinces her husband to eat it. Now, this is a very, very important 
point. And this is the whole point of the whole thing with Yeshua and Yahweh, in my opinion. This is the moment of choice. This is the moment where real love, because how do you love him? You obey his commandments. That's what he says. That's how you show love is by doing things. Faith without works is dead, being by itself. You show me your faith without works, I'll show you my faith by my works. They're a perfect marriage of faith and works, okay? They chose not to do good. To know good and do it not is the definition of sin, which is to transgress the law, which was the law of don't eat the tree of knowledge. They made the choice. And then what happened? There was a jurisdictional change, wasn't there? They gave dominion to who? Satan. And they were cast out of the perfect garden. And two flaming swords, the sword of truth, right? The sword of fire prevented them from going back in. But what was the, what was the key to that? Walking in the garden in the cool of the day, which means in mercy and in grace, and with empathy and forgiveness in his heart. Yeshua comes walking through the garden because we know that nobody can see the Father and live, so it must have been Yeshua in the man form. And what does he do? He clothes them. He offers the sacrifice, does the sacrifice, becomes the high priest, does the sacrifice. There you go. But they have to be clothed, right? They, have to, they were naked. There's your choice. Now, choice is just consent, which is just free will. That means you choose every day by your actions, acts, or inactions. What you do, and those those choices generally have consequences. Now, hearing that story would be really easy to say, oh, Satan sucks, and he's evil, and he made it wouldn't happen if he wasn't there. That's true, but he was. And he is evil, but that does not negate your choice. They didn't have to do it. Satan didn't make them do it. All he did was ask her a question. That's it. Got her thinking. Hey, you sure? A little doubt, just a little doubt. But the, the moral of the story is she chose it. And then she went to her husband, made it attractive to him, and he chose. And there you go. There's the choice of free will. And that's the whole point of love. You can't have love without a choice. Follow the law and not follow the law. Now, consent is the biggest thing we do. Without understanding consent, you don't do anything because you're just going to be willy-nilly all over the place. Meaning, you can follow all the other laws, but if you consent to be governed by an idol or pledge yourself to an idol, you're a hypocrite. You're duplicitous. You're double-minded. And you create the exact same problem that was going on in Egypt when he had to go make them out of there. He considered them slaves there, but they were getting paid. They were paying taxes just like people do today. There's no difference. And by the way, I'm not going into all this really deep. You guys can just look this up on your own list. It took me years to learn all this stuff. As far as, so this show or the talk or group of friends or however we want to qualify it. Dude, you're responsible for your freaking actions. I'm not saying it's not hard. I'm not saying there's not pressure. I'm sure Daniel felt a lot of pressure before he did not consent to violate the laws of God and threw him in the lion's den. I have personally had Yeshua, Yahweh, bail me out three times. Alan has witnessed it. Like, I had to do nothing for the most part but get out of the way. There is a separation of kingdoms. I absolutely believe there's Yeshua and Yahweh's kingdom. The kingdom of heaven is what we'll call to it today. And then there's everything else. There's everything else. There's, there's that. And then everything else is on the other side of that kingdom. Listen, even the legal society recognizes that. You can go right in there and look up the definition of church, which are people, by the way, not buildings. And the United States is absolutely a God. George Washington is depicted as a God. The funny thing is we've talked about this a million times and somehow it's still get like this guy basically says we don't say any of this. So what are we what are we preaching about jurisdiction? Dude, jurisdiction just means control. Who has control of you? That's that's all it means. It's not some uh, 
magic word or something. It just simply means basically who has control. What are you giving control? What are you giving dominion? It's in Joshua 24.15. I wanted to read you something. I wanted to show you the other translations. Bear with me. Because I wanted you guys to hear these other translations. What did I say was Joshua what, 24.15? See if I can pull it back up again. It's not giving me all the other translations this time. Anyway, I wanted you to see the other translations because it uses the word kings. Anyway, it says, and if it seem evil unto you to serve the Lord, choose this day whom you will serve. Whether the gods of your father. So there's your other gods, right? So what's he talking about? Since we know there's only one creator, and there's no actual other, quote, gods as we recognize them, like the black Adam and all this stuff. There's none of that. There's just fallen angels. There's demons. There's angels. And there's Yahweh. And it says, whether the gods of your fathers, which your fathers served, were on the other side of the flood, or the gods of the Amorites, in whose land ye dwell. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Listen, that dude was making an absolute choice to consent or not consent to the rule of foreign gods, meaning all the other kingdoms, like he said, in the land you're in. So if those other gods before the flood perish, why are they still over here? They just changed their names. Okay, so they just change their names. Their kingdoms are their kingdoms. They're serving on one side or they're serving on the other side. But he's going to he's going to do what he's going to he's going to follow the Lord. Just like it says uh, in Luke 22, 25. Watch this. And he said unto them, the kings of the Gentiles exercise lordship over them. And they that exercise authority over them are called benefactors. So who was a mighty benefactor? We've talked about this guy a lot. He's He is the Antichrist. He's the symbol of the Antichrist. Nimrod. Nimrod was a mighty hunter before the Lord. What was he? A hunter of the souls of men. In the book of Revelations, it says they barter in the souls of men. How are they doing that? We've talked about this a million times. They do it at court. They do it in forms. You, you take on the image or the form of the person. You have to understand, God created man. He's not a, he's not a respecter of person, period. Yahweh doesn't give a crap about your title whatsoever. He's going to judge the men or women on their hearts, period, and what they're doing. Are they following the law or are they not following? And listen, we're, we're to judge actions, but how do you judge somebody? It's hard to do that because you. I'm not saying like if you got a baby raper or axe murderer, that's a little easy to judge that. You put a bull in that guy's head and you move on. But how do you judge somebody who just disagrees with you on a point? You don't know where they came from or where they're at in their walk of life where Yahweh's taking them or what thing he's working with them to pull them out of or what wisdom you can possibly gain from him just because you disagree with them. You don't, listen, if you disagree, you think something, why don't you just go to that person and say, hey, is this what you meant? When you start casting really bad language at people and, and attacking them, you don't know what they're thinking or worse yet, you haven't listened to them long enough to figure out what they're talking about. All you're doing is making an enemy. Listen, basketball's okay. But you don't, I don't stand in the middle of a basketball court when I'm playing basketball and preach. And I don't think you always mad at me for that. Like when I play music, I have my lines of things I won't do or say because I don't want to be inappropriate or blasphemous. But I don't, you know, like when I'm a plumber, I'm not, you know, I do speak about the Lord to people, but I don't. You know, it's okay. Christ went to a wedding and made wine. He didn't preach at all. He even told his mom, it's not my time yet. I don't care. I need some wine. Son, make some wine. All right, I'll make some wine. Mama said, people get so religious and so attacked by religion. Fear is a healthy motivator. Fear is the beginning of wisdom. That doesn't mean you stand in the middle of a glass house and start chucking rocks at people. 
I'm sorry you don't understand jurisdiction in court. I'm sorry you don't understand dominion. I'm sorry you don't understand consent, but consent and jurisdiction are everything. They're everything. That's whom you're choosing to serve. That's the God you're serving. And you're not supposed to put gods before him, which means there are other gods. So here's what I would say. The whole damn planet worships governments of the earth. Who do you think is more correct? The people that tell you maybe you shouldn't do that. Maybe you should go into the kingdom of heaven. Or all the other people that are doing the shit that's messing us all up to begin with. And that leads me to the next thing. This they thing. They. They're evil. Yeah, they are evil. Most of them are just ignorant, evil, fleshly people. But have you looked at yourself? They cannot have power unless you give it to them. Satan didn't have dominion until Adam and Eve gave it to him. Period. What other conversation is there? Until that event happened, Satan didn't have shit. He didn't have a toehold in nothing. The only thing he was was cast down. That's it. And he couldn't make them. He didn't go start punching her in the face and tell her she didn't eat the fruit of the tree of knowledge. He's going to beat the hell out of her. That's all he said. He just asked her a question, didn't he? And then that led to what? Everything else. He had Cain, killed his brother, just goes downhill. It's a choice. It's a choice of who you're going to serve today. That's it. And here's how you know it. First Samuel chapter 8. Let's go into that for a moment. And it came to pass when Samson, Samuel was old, he had made his son judges over Israel. Now there's your court. And what jurisdiction were they following? The law of Yahweh. It's exactly why Yahweh negotiated with the Pharaohs the way he did to get his people back. Now the name of the firstborn was Joel, and the name of the second was Abiah. And those judges were in Beersheba. And the sons walked not in his ways, but turned aside after lucre and bribes and perverted judgment. In other words, they were acting like the judges today. There was no righteous courts. So people were pissed and they were looking for an answer, right? And then from their perspective, they tried the theocracy. Let's just keep that in perspective. They were living under Torah. Samuel was a live prophet. He was there. They were following Yahweh all their own way. They had years of peace because of that. They were following Yahweh. There was no king except him. Keep that in mind. He's the king of Israel. So it says, then all the elders of Israel gathered themselves together and came Samuel unto Ramah. And they said unto him, behold, thou art old, and thy sons walk not in thy ways. Now, now listen to this. Now make us a king like all the nations. Make us a king to judge us like all the nations. Now, who's the, who's the righteous king and the righteous judge of all mankind? There's only one. He's the king of kings. He shares his glory not with another. It says, the Lord said unto Samuel, hearken unto the voice of the people and all they say unto thee, for they have not. Wait, I skipped it. Sorry. But the thing, but this thing displeased Samuel when they said to him, give us a king to judge us. And Samuel prayed unto the Lord. No, the Lord pissed. And the Lord said unto Samuel, hearken not or hearken unto the voice of the people and all they say unto thee. For thou hast not rejected thee. But they have rejected me, that I should not reign over them. So he gave them what they wanted. Then he goes on here, and he says, Samuel said all the words of the Lord. He said, hey, this will be the matter of the king that shall reign over you. You will take your sons. There you go. Appoint them unto himself for war. I added the war part. For his chariots, and to be his horsemen, and some shall run before his chariots. His, his army, and he will appoint them captains over in thousands, captains over fifties, will set this ear to the ground and reap the harvest and make the instruments of war and instruments of his chariots. He's punishing these guys. You understand that? He's punishing. He's giving them what they thought they wanted. 
says he will take your doctor, uh, your daughters to be confectionaries and to be cooks and to be bakers. And he will take your fields and your vineyards and your olives and your best of them and give them unto his servants. And he will take a tenth of your seed and all your vineyards and give them to his officers and his servants. And he will make your manservants and your maidservants and the goodliest young men and your asses and put them to work. And he will take a tenth of your sheep. Shall I go on? What he said was, oh, he's going to own your, he's going to own you. He's going to own you. He tells you to jump. You better say how high. What's going on today? Now, everybody's pissed about it. But let me ask you this. What God are you serving? You can go to the festivals. You can celebrate the Sabbath. I try to honor that as much as I can. I'm a little indecisive on some of the festivals right now because of the way they were written and where they were placed at the ark. Okay, so there's a difference of opinion, but I still love Yahweh, and I know he's in my life, and I know I've seen him do things, and so have people around me. When you consent to your vote to participate in something, you may very well elect a captain to be over you or another king. But if that king orders you to do something that's ungodly, which by the very nature of the kingship is because you're bending your knee, see, that's what the pledge is, the pledge of allegiance here in the state. In other countries, it's the same way. You're paying some kind of surety tax. You are the surety for the debt of the nation. You pay that through a taxation, and that's through representation. And representation is a fiction in law. Therefore, you're a liar. You have no voice. You have no say. You're not the people. You're not the government. That is a company or a corporation of people under a different kingship, under a different charter, under a different law, under a different lord, period. And the duplicity comes the more we dip in and out of that to different levels. And it's different for everybody. And everybody has different views on it. But one thing is true. If you choose to participate, you're liable. The devil didn't make you do it. Nobody from the DMV put a gun to your head. Biden didn't come down and make you take a shot. You did it. When you stand before the Almighty, he is not going to say, did the devil make you do it? You're liable for everything you say, do, think, feel, everything. Just you, nobody else. And that's how you know everything is based on consent. And God help us. No, it does not mean it's going to be easy to make the right choice. And we all fail and we're all different parts of this thing. This trail is long. It's a race. We're all running. Some people run slower than others. But every one of us has a duty to ourselves, our family, and our neighbors, which you do love. You love them through action, just like you love Yeshua. By following the commandments. As you know, you try as best you can. But it's it's no different. The Samaritan knew Torah without having it. It was just in his heart. And that's where the law is written, is in your heart. So I do believe the Bible. And I know I sound a little sarcastic. So I'm a little frustrated about it. But I don't know how people could listen to this show for the past five years and not know that we do not think the other side's not evil. I absolutely think they're evil. And I think probably everybody on this call right now would agree. They are evil. But... Are they evil in the way you think? Some of those people are ignorant. They don't know. You think you're, you think the local cop knows what he's doing is evil. Besides, if you're consenting to it, how in the hell is he evil? You volunteered for it. If this guy's got whatever their form of a driver's license is over there, and he gets pulled over and he starts addressing that officer as an officer, he's giving them jurisdiction over him. There's officers. That's what God said he's going to do in 1 Samuel chapter 8. You can either have my law or you can have theirs. But if you have theirs, here's what's coming. He told them. How many times does he have to tell you? It's not rocket science. If you consent and you give money to something, and support it through your vote, through the right of suffrage, and you participate in it, 
You bear liability. That's why he's going to judge nations and peoples. The United States is a church, guys. Period. It's a church. It has its own gods, its own courts, its own judges. It's set up exactly the way Yahweh's kingdom is. With the seal, they have the great seal of the United States. You have to pledge your allegiance, allegiance king, and then take on that form or the image of that particular creation, which is exactly why I think that the citizenry is the image of the beast. God created man and we're supposed to be under his law, under, under the Bible, Torah, however you want to say it. And that's my view. I'm sure some of you share that view and some don't. Everybody's got to hope they're right. But this show is about natural law, which means, hey, you're liable for your actions, whether they're right or wrong. We bear the brunt of that liability. But consent and jurisdiction, if you don't understand that, you can write all the documents you wish. Your court judgments, right for you, it's going to run right for you. Period. He or she. Well, I add inactions to what you were saying too, Sean. Yeah. You know, and there, there's a whole nother can. <laughs> I mean, it's like if the world's falling apart because good people aren't doing anything, where's the good people? Because I, I know a lot of people on this call and on a lot of these calls have said, well, you ain't no good cops because if they're not stopping the bad cops from doing anything, then they're just as guilty as them. What the hell does that make us when abortion is out of control? War is out of control. Debt is out of control. All those things are sinful. You're not supposed to murder without, you're not supposed to kill without cause. Blessed are the peacemakers. The quote church is the first to stand up for war. Listen, the modern church has been Romanized, period. The Holy Scripture is Jewish. Well, not Jewish per se. It's Hebrew. Jews, just one tribe. And I don't understand the whole totality of that. But I know Christ was just, you know, he was not from America. He didn't have blue eyes and he didn't have pale skin. Oh, man. <laughs> well, he may have. I don't know if he had blue eyes or not. Caucasians are the ones that settled that whole area over there. But that's that's neither here nor there. That's a total different argument. But what I do know is if you do something, you're liable for it. You cannot say the government may be doing it. This may be doing it. I'm not saying they can't lay pressure. I can't say they're, they're not going to be tyrannical. Listen, the whole system is evil. Because it's subjugated. It's, it's a benefactoral kind of thing. And that's exactly what Yahweh tells you not to. We're supposed to what? We're supposed to lean on him for all of our needs, according to his riches and glory. Like, we're not supposed to be looking to these governments the way we're doing it. And it's, listen, that's exactly what they did when they left Egypt. They said, man, it's harsh out here. We'd rather go back to Egypt than to perish out here in the middle of nowhere. And so what do they do? The first thing they do is they go over and create a government. Fail. Which is basically what? Money. Mammon. They put themselves right back under a centralized banking system, under a centralized government. That's what they were trying to do in the name of Yahweh. It's exactly the opposite of what he says to do. If that was what he wanted, why did he scatter the nations at the Tower of Babel? This humane unity thing is the problem. We're not supposed to be uniting under humanity. We're supposed to be uniting under Yahweh. <laughs> That's where we keep getting in trouble. So at the end of the day, the problem isn't the government. The problem is the fact you believe there needs to be one at all. We have a king. Now, I can't speak for everybody on this show, uh, but I can tell you that's what I believe. And I've seen it. Listen, I've seen it firsthand, hands down, work. I'm just telling you, you guys should have seen what happened in my cases. And no matter how many times I've told the audience, I've told you guys, I've told all of you, you just don't. You don't know. Alan saw me stressed. I don't get that stress. He knows. And all of a sudden, his laughter, just that quick, in a second, just changed. The whole thing flipped on its head. That was not, I promise, it's not because they like 
Yeah, because you tried to smuggle in an yeah. AR-15 in your Bible. <laughs> <laughs> but see, you know, that had to, like, looking back, that had to happen. That, that knife had to be there. That's not something, man, I would have ever done. Just didn't think anything of it. But it also shows innocence. Like, there was no, even the marshals, like, it was so obvious I was not a threat to them. If I was a threat to them, they'd know it. Promise. They'd be the last to know, but they would have known. <laughs> I'm not a threat to them. <laughs> I mean, that's just all there is to it. Hey, Sean, what are you doing with your mic? Can you can you? I'm walking around again. Hold on, okay. sorry. I failed all right. you. I have failed you. Let me put my earbuds in. I've been on the edge of my seat Want to say something here and there But letting you ramble By the way, when you start Is this better? Yes Yeah. Alright, so when you When you start just firing those darts at people Like this guy did us And look, he's probably a pretty good dude Like I'm not trying to slam him But his behavior was uncalled for And it was out of line You don't go firing all these just cannons at people it's like dude almost everything you think about us is incorrect there's like there's literally no i've never been so misunderstood ever <laughs> that's it's just insane anybody who knows me knows that i think that way annoyingly so sometimes anyway i think i got i hope i got something in there i'm telling you this jurisdiction consent thing i hope all that makes sense i'm gonna keep pounding that home because without that you guys don't you're not gonna make it you're not. I don't care how many documents you file. Step one is establishing your standing. If you don't know how to stand as that, what do you honestly think they're not going to run you over at step two? How much simpler is it? They call you on the phone. Who is this? Who is you're the, either who they're looking for or you're not. Yeah, who's asking? Like, what? I don't know. Which, which me do you want? You're looking for the plumber, the drummer, the husband? I don't know which, which me you're looking for. All of that depends on perspective and situation and then i'm either going to consent to that agreement or not and it's all agreement everything you do is contract want me to hold the door for you yes thank you that's a trust you just established a trust they trusted that they were going to hold the door for you when you go down and say i wish to have a drive i want to have a driver's license You're like okay you gotta fill out this form fill it out we all talked about that if you take water out of a vase and pour it into a cup it takes on a different form still water but now it's under a different form a different pressure has a whole different existence now you're over in that side. You've taken on the form of what? A driver. What's a driver obligated to do? Follow the what? The codes of what? The driver's license. That doesn't mean if you tell them, ah, I don't really want a driver's license. Thank you anyway. It doesn't mean that I'm going to pull you over and harass you. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying you consented to it. Nobody made you do it. You took on that form. A form is another word for image in the English language. Now you're under the image of what? A different God. What's that? A citizen. A citizen of what? I don't know. Where do you live? In my body. You're supposed to be a citizen of what kingdom? The Bibles are clear on that. The problem is we wrestle against the flesh, and that's fear, position, standing, capacity, contract, understanding, application. There's all these different things, wisdom, knowledge, all these understandings of things. And the main thing to understand is, guys, you don't have to go along with this. There's still the same amount of money, still the same amount of food, still the same amount of water, still the same amount of trees, still the same amount of trucks, people. Everything on the earth is still there. Why is there a – why is it not available? Why is it being ripped down? How is this happening? Because you're consenting to a system of governance that allows it. I mean, it's simple. if you don't mind me jumping in real quick, Sean – 
JJ here, pardon the interruption. If this is the first time you're hearing our podcast and like what we're talking about, I'm inviting you to visit our website, morethanjabberjabber.xyz. There you'll be able to find all of the platforms we are on and past episodes of More Than Jabber Jabber. We also have other content such as videos and articles to aid folks in learning. We're working constantly to add more content. Check back often to see what's new. Now back to the rest of the call. Even that, even that system acknowledges everything you're saying. Yeah, I'm aware of that. Well, no, I just, <laughs> I, I know that you are. Yeah, no, no, I, I agree with you. I agree with you. Go ahead. Sorry. So you turned me on to the informer stuff and through listening to the informer, they discovered the Cruden versus Neil case. Even in that, it's very clear. Every man is independent of all laws except those prescribed by nature. He is not bound by any institutions formed by his fellow men without his consent. There you go. And I'm not saying he didn't, but what I will say is I can't believe he wrote all that and didn't watch and, and still watch one minute, six second video we got. Yeah. Like you can't convince me somebody wrote all that and didn't listen to that. Man. When have we ever said that they were good people? There's not there's bad and good people everywhere, man. So mostly people. May, are maybe cheap. where that's coming from is from a comment that I made, saying that we don't have to war against them and we don't have to treat them as our enemy, because at the end of the day, they're just men and women who are acting entitled, and maybe we should try to. Yeah love our neighbor oh and reach Ooh. those men and women that... thing. yeah go ahead well i was just gonna say christ when they when he was at the cross said forgive them father for they know not what they do mm-hmm. and here they were roman soldiers now let's reflect on the let's reflect on a trial so watch this so i'm just gonna race here so christ comes into jerusalem comes through the gate that's on palm trees they recognize him as the lawful king of israel he says he's the king of the jews right Right. So it says he goes to the temple as the king, he runs them out, freaks the entire power structure of Israel. So they start plotting against him, yada, yada, the fight's on, all leading up to when he uh, allows himself to be captured. He tells Peter to bring a sword, not for Christ, but for Peter. So it's okay to fend for yourself, by the way, anybody doesn't think you're supposed to. He told Peter to bring a sword. It wasn't to protect Christ, though, it was to protect Peter. So he gets arrested, and what does he do? He goes. They take him before Pilate, the local magistrate, where you get the word magician, magi. You know, we went through all the magi. So he's a magistrate, a, an acting judge, as it were. Takes him in there, and they're like, "Hey, this dude says he's the king of Jews." So he's like, "Bang, boom, bang, bang," and he beats Christ within a, to a pulp because he doesn't really care. And he says, "So you're saying the king of Jews?" He goes, "Yeah, Jew is as you say. There's a demir." Or a demur, however you want to pronounce it. Pilate's a demur. Yeah, I'm the king of the Jews. So what? And he, what does he do? Pilate's like, look, I find no fault with this man. Now, he's under a god named Caesar. Caesar was a god in Rome, was he not? Yes. We talked about that. So why was Pilate saying he didn't have jurisdiction? I found no fault. Under Roman law, I can't try him. He's, he's not, not guilty of Roman law. He, that's right. He didn't say he was my king. He said he's your king. And if you want to reject him, that's your choice. Choose who you want. You want the murderer? Barabbas, I think his name was? Or do you want Christ? They're like, give us Barabbas. 
And then they said something to the effect of, basically, he said, you're going to bear the liability. And they said, let it be on our children and our children's children. Did they not? Yep. They understood jurisdiction very well. They, they said he was violating God's law. That's a jurisdiction. It's all jurisdiction. It just means who is the authority. Authority is the author of it. He's the author and finisher of, of our faith, those that are his children. But he's the author and finisher of all law. Remember, Cliff doesn't give a shit if you fall off how you look or how you feel or what your title is. The, the fact is you're just going to hit the ground. That's law. Law doesn't care. And that's why we have to be careful about throwing rocks because we're all guilty of breaking that law at varying levels. And remember, if you break one, you break them all, according to the Bible. We should all be striving. We're all running a race. Finishing the race is the key. And here's another way you know there's a difference in jurisdiction. Paul claimed Roman citizenship. He was a Roman attorney. Paul was an attorney. He was a member of the Sanhedrin. And it changed jurisdiction. He said, you can't try me under this jurisdiction. I'm a Roman citizen. You can't do this. They're like, yeah, he's right. He's Roman. That's how important jurisdiction is. I can tell you this flat out, unequivocally, 150% true. The United States government agrees with me. That's absolutely true. There's two, and there are too many people that know that's true to argue. I'm not even going to argue that point. And that's worth three times. Alan, are you still there? Did you already pass out? <laughs> Come here. Oh, there he is. Alan, <laughs> Alan, do you remember what that uh, assistant DA said to me and what she did right at that last, that last issue with that ticket that they were trying to get, that driving on a suspended thing? Do you recall what she did? This is huge, by the way, guys. You guys are getting ready to hear something really cool. No, I don't recall. You remember how I was kind of dumbfounded? It, it, it was like she was confused while she was there. There was something going on. Alan watched it. She she wasn't even supposed to be down there, was she? No. Yeah. Well, in her courtroom, she wasn't. She's supposed to be on family court. The judge I had was the one I made the video about. It was the worst possible situation I could have been in. <laughs> um, and I was like, oh, here we go. And I wasn't, I had to do it all on the fly too. I, I felt like the creator did not want me. Every time I sat down and tried to do paperwork, my mind would just go blank. It would just, he just didn't. All I was allowed to use, I, all I had written down was a case number. That was it. When I went in there in a blank notebook, everything was going to go just like that, right off the top of my heart. Like I learned down there at the federal building. And when I, I was a little dumbfounded at how easy everything appeared to be going. And I, without thinking about it, I was talking to her and I was walking and I got ready to go through the bar and she put her hand up on my chest and she touched me and stopped me from walking. She said, don't cross the bar. Stay there. Hmm. Yeah, she kept you out of that world. She kept me out of it. She did not let me into the jurisdiction. She went right up, dismissed. Boom. That no, judge, I, I that judge, Yeah, that judge knew you were standing there, too. It's not like he didn't have a vendetta against no, you. No, he knew exactly what was going on. And listen. That were we in there two minutes? No, I didn't say shit. Don't tell me my dad don't have my back. And it's because, listen, I just don't think I was going to lay down jurisdiction, guys. I think I was going to I think I was going to do my dance and I knew it was not going to work out good. <laughs> I was not looking forward to it. I wasn't. I just knew it was like, I'm like, man, this is going to suck. When I was race dirt bikes all the time, and I did those big jumps, you know, and you just knew in the air you were not at the right <laughs> angle, and this yeah. was going to suck. That's where I was. I was like, shit, this is going to suck. And then that happened. And don't tell me that that ain't a different jurisdiction when they tell you not to cross it. They have no authority outside that thing. None. You have to be in that court. And only kings hold courts, and it's their court, is it not? Mm -hmm. you're summoned to court by kings. That's what they do. They summons you to their court. 
you're either a member of that court or you're not. Mindy made a and comment not, here. Oh, go ahead. Mindy made a comment. She's not sure what you mean, but he was in court that day, Mindy. Um, maybe this oh, answers no, your question. I was talking about um, Doran made a comment. Okay. I, I was, I'm sorry. I was replying to a comment. Yeah, besides, Mindy, anybody can ask me anything. I don't care. So, no, no, no. There was a comment Doran asked, what is our purpose here? Who gives the power to the law? And I said, God. And, and I saw said, that. He said, are you you are sure God spoke the law, isn't it? And so I was just was saying, I'm not sure what you mean. I'm not sure what Doran well, means by that question. I, I think maybe we need to qualify what law. Because there's many laws yeah. that govern things, okay? So I think she would have to qualify it. There's the law that's universal, like laughter, pain, guilt, sorrow, all those things. There's laws, you know? Yeah. Truth, honor, all those things have their own little their laws. And even those, depending on what you believe, can be a little bit subjective, but maybe not all the way. There's things that are just absolutes. And those things by the creator, like even if society changes... It doesn't, none of those things, he doesn't change. Murder still murder. Lying still lying. Bearing false witness against your brother. Having false idols or gods before him. Not honoring the Sabbath. Coveting your neighbor's ass. Just all that stuff, you know. You're not supposed to do it. They're property. Well, that's what it is. You're not supposed to cover your neighbor's ass. You're his donkey, his oxen, his wife, any of his stuff. Like, you have your stuff. Oh, sorry. I, I took you quite literal when you said his ass. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Naughty little so, New Yorker. But, uh, Sean, if you yeah, don't anyway, mind, so, I think, yeah. if, you, if you don't mind, when you get to the end of this thought, I want to bring Doran in because... I no, you do it a, now. I'm just rambling. Okay. Uh, Doran, would you like to unmute so that you can, the way it's be coming across in the chat there, I'm even having trouble tracking what you're meaning. So would you mind verbalizing your questions? Of course. Of course. How are you, JJ? Not bad. Sean, uh, I, I, first, thank you for your words. I enjoyed it. And I think there's uh, a lot of purpose and, and meaning to what everything that you said. Um, I just asked the question, uh, questions against the things that you said in the chat, against the things that you said uh, verbally. And I meant that I will, I will go to the answer. I asked who gives the power to the law, any law, and is the you one do. that as yes, far as on is, earth, the one, on is, is the one that uh, agrees to the law or, or doesn't. Like the consequences or actions are in both ways. If you do and or... You do not do things. Mm -hmm. um, it's on you. Right. Um, like, God, like, think about it like, oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. And, and for Mindy, uh, I, um, or Mindy, I, I'm sorry if I don't pronounce the right in the right way. God spoke the law. If we're talking about God's law, man spoke the man's law. Uh, right. And nature is speaking nature's law. So this is why I said that God didn't is not is not the law. He spoke the law. God well, is above is above law. This is what I meant. Uh yeah, that's a tricky thing, man. Because Christ is the Word. He's the law. He's the Torah. Yeshua is the law. He is the Word made manifest. So that's really a tricky thing. I mean, I, I see what you're saying. Like, I don't know that God. I don't know that Yahweh places himself above the law because that would. Be, like he is that. I think they're synonymous is kind of the way I take Yeshua 
is the expression of God's heart. Um, I, I listened from the beginning, so um, and, and, you, and you said that everyone has possibility to believe what he wants. I, I accept your belief, and I think that the creator that created the word, the one that created voice, he, he is, he is the, the one that's above everything, above Joshua that spoke the word. This is what I'm meaning. I mean, in, the, in, a, deeper, uh, in a deeper way of uh, expression, I, I don't know how I, I'm um, no, struggling I'm, I'm my English. No, I'm following you. No, I'm following yeah. you. I, I know what you're saying. I yeah. think I'm, I'm pretty sure I do. Yes. Yeah, I'm, 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 uh, I'm spiritual, but I'm taking it. I, I was, I, I grown as a, a Jew. I read the mm-hmm. Torah in Hebrew. Um, there you go. And all, in all other um, books, mm-hmm. um, and I'm listening always to the meaning of it. This is why I, I ask, what is the purpose of everything? Because if you mm-hmm. don't know where you're going, right, you won't go there. That's exactly. <laughs> well, I mean, that's perfect. That was about as eloquent as you could put it. Yeah, that's why. Like, I mean, I don't know how long you've been listening, but I've always said, and it pisses people off. It's like, I, and from my perspective, okay, so you understand. I don't think you can really do it without Yahweh. Like, I, that's my belief. I've expressed that. I mean, these, there are people here disagree with me on that on this call right now. But <laughs> what I'm saying, what I'm saying is that's my view. Because you, there's only one truth, although there's many beliefs, right? So, so I, I, I took, I, I understand what you're saying. Yeah. I took it, I took it to the next level. I understood people because I understood, I understand that the, um, the, the law, in, in, mm-hmm. in, in brackets or no brackets, the, you know, um, I'm doing with well, hands. Just with, quotes, <laughs> quotes. Yeah, quotes. Just curiously, just curiously though, I mean, this is important for me. So, do you believe Yeshua was the Messiah, or do you not believe Yeshua was the Messiah? I believe that men are men. I believe that women are women. I believe that there is a creation, a creator. Uh Um, I believe that we are part of it. I believe that our... um, I interrupted you. There's a delay. Go ahead, buddy. No, that's fine. Um, it's, It's my belief. So, you know, I just can share and suggest, but I'm not smarter than the, uh, than anyone. Um, I, I, I understand well, that our yeah. I understand that our words that we we speak are given to us. We just the 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 vessel that speaks it. That is exactly why I handle myself the way I do. Like if we if everybody wanted to have a show about just the Bible and Torah, I would bring in people who were better at learning. You know what I mean by that? Like. There are Torah experts. I'm not that guy yet. Like, I'm not even pretending. I know guys that speak Hebrew. I can't do that. But I have I have an understanding of what it is, and I know a lot about it, and I do. So I look at it from that perspective. So I would say I, I don't think the law of truth and Yahweh are separate. I think they're one and the same. And I just think the word is the expression of what the law is. And the law is truth, and truth is light, and light is Christ or Yahweh. And Christ is just the expression of that. So I think it's not so much that Yahweh's above the law. He is it, and he can't violate himself. Therefore, he can't transgress his own laws. So he's bound by himself. He has to be. Like, if you're the superior, the, the supreme authority, and you make an edict as a king, and you go back on it all the time, you're not a very good king. But that, that law is nothing more than a frequency that's an expression of a thought put into words that 
you know, we understand in our whatever language, but it's the, the thought that's the expression, right? So that's more or less how I look at it. <clears throat> but I, I do, I see what you're saying, I believe. And I agree with you. Like you're responsible for whatever words you say or don't say or do or don't do as a man or a woman, right? Is that more or less what you're saying? Um, yes, we're we agreeing. The, in, in, the, in the depth of the belief, it's, it's just a belief. We, can, we can't never change the truth, even if we speak differently. That's right. That's exactly right. You can't change the truth. The truth is what it is. That's the law. That's what I'm talking about. Like, again, I, if I take a hammer and I smash your finger with it, it's going to hurt. That's a law. Hey, smash your own finger. I'm going to smash your finger, Salt Lake. <laughs> but, you know, again, you've got, and kind of, I mean, okay, so let's just, let's just say you still believe Torah, and I believe Torah. That doesn't mean we agree on everything. So in other words, there's that many different beliefs, and I agree with you there, that even if you believe more or less the same thing, there's still variations of that belief based on your understanding, experience, wisdom, yada, yada, yada. So, like, this is why I don't sit around talking about codes all the time. Anytime you guys hear me, I talk about simple words, and I'm talking about jurisdiction. Because you're right. If you don't know where you're going, you're never going to get there. And that's what, that's what they didn't learn in the desert when they were leaving Egypt. They still weren't getting it. And that's why they all perished. What was there like two out of the original that made it? By, by the way, by the way, by by the way, we are talking, and today is um, it's like a Jewish holiday. Yeah, it's the, the festival the, of trumpets, is it not? It's the Sukkot. I don't know how you yeah, say it Sukkot. in uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got several friends that went camping this weekend. Yes, and and this is this is this is the the thing. Like we are on the way, but we need to understand where we're going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you're liable for it. Nobody else can, like, you're, when you die, you got to answer for you, and I got to answer for me, right? That's, that's agreed. Without and that's what, that's what this whole show's about. That's what, this, that's what I do this for. It's the whole thing of understanding. I keep hearing everybody go, they, 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 they. They are us and your neighbor, Jimmy, next door, and you're supporting them or you're not. You're either standing against something or you're, for, you're either for it or against it. As, you know, that's what it says. Choose this day whom you will serve. You're either going to serve the God of the Amorites or you're not. And right now it's like, you know, we keep, it's not like every aspect of it's evil. It's not like it doesn't do some good. I mean, and that's kind of the problem with the lies. There's a lot of good in it. And if you go, like I've been to different countries, the U.S. in a lot of ways doesn't look that bad. But there's also the idea that, well, I don't want to get into the judgment part. The reality is, is there's things people do they just think are okay and they're not. And we suffer those consequences, and we're suffering a lot of them now, and we're going to suffer harshly soon. And even that's without – we don't even need the Father's wrath at that point. Just the stuff we're doing to each other is bad enough. What, what was the guy who uh, – maybe Alan knows it. There's somebody who said war will end as soon as people want it to, basically. basically Didn't John said. Lennon say that? Well, maybe. It was somebody famous. It wasn't me. But it's something to that effect. It's like when I used to give I used to give some some marriage counseling and it was like, look, if you want your mate, you're going to be with your mate. Like if you're hungry and you want something, you go to the refrigerator, you get something to eat. If you're thirsty, you go get something to drink. If you want that person, you're going to figure out a way to get them. And if you don't, you won't. You know, it's just what's amazing. And this is the assumptive part. And this is the other part I would like to get to if I'm permitted and then I'll shut up. What really pisses me off is nobody listens to each other. They just make all these assumptions. When you assume something, you're bearing the liability for it. And all of the carnage, like you guys read those things. I, I don't want them read on the air. and I don't want any of that. I just, you know how venomous they were, right? 
what was the reason for that? That that was just and then to come back at the end of it and say, well, if I came across harsh, I just blessings to y'all. Look, I'm just going to tell you now. I don't wish my enemies blessings. I hope they're damn plane wrecks. People who are truly evil, Dahmer. I I wouldn't wish him any blessings. I wish him an axe handle to the head. I'm not going to sit here and go through all my list my list of people I think are evil. But then again, are you going to do it? Am I going to be the one to do it? You know, and that gets back to what Alan said in actions. You know, like that's why we're trying to do this to the guy who wrote that and everybody else. It's like, look, we're trying to beat this with love and understanding and empathy and helping one another be forgiven, helping people get to a point where they can be washed. In my perspective, it's the blood of Christ. And somebody else's, I don't know what you believe. You better hope you're right, though. Just like I better hope I'm right. When you give yourself over to an idea, you have a duty and an obligation not only to yourself, but everybody around you. Try to do your best to figure it out. I mean, man, <laughs> you guys, I don't know if any of you have ever been through something really heavy, but it's amazing how much information you try to take on. I don't think I did anything other than law stuff. No music, no nothing for years. Alan, geez, he knows. He was there. He was doing it too. Made Johnny a very yeah. dull boy, didn't it? Yeah, I mean, you have, it's just all bad shit. You just, when you start waking up, you're pissed off and you're angry and, you know, like, oh, I can't believe they dumped it. Dude, you didn't mind it when you thought it was okay. <laughs> like when you thought everything was hunky dory and that that government was really on your side and the benefits you were getting from it. And as soon as you figured out something was wrong, oh, suddenly everybody else was evil. Were you evil when you were participating? Hell yes. You're participating in evil. I am dead fastly against abortion. I think it's the one of the steps is stupid. It's that's a stupid argument. If it wasn't a child, we wouldn't be here. It's ignorant. I think the thing that we deal with often is, um, you know, going through seeing others go through the phase that phase, the phase of blame. I went through it, waking up to a lot of this stuff, and it's like, oh man, who's at fault here? Oh, it's them. It's this group. It's this little organization. It's it's those people. It's the bankers. It's the it's the so and so. You know, and as they say, it's like when you got that finger pointing out, you got three fingers that are also pointing back at yourself. Like, uh, how about this? Like, you hear a lot of people bitching, oh, you can't pray in school, right? And they get, like, groups founded and people donate money to try to change. You can't pray in school. That is stupid. Who can stop you from praying at any point? Unless they cut your head off. Nobody. Nobody. Do they even have to know? No, you're not even supposed to be praying where they can see. You're supposed to be doing it in private in your closet anyway. Or you're just like the publicans and the, and the Pharisees. You pray to men and see them. Go, ooh, how holy they are. So, Sean, just some you, bullshit thing. Are you saying when you're done praying, you come out of the closet? Oh, my God. You and your sister, <laughs> I swear. <laughs> and here's another one, right? Like, yeah. uh, I mean, just just think about that one. While I try to remember and stay on track. Um, <laughs> the hell was the other example I was going to give? Abortion. You think, do you think Yahweh gives two shits about the abortion law? Nope. No. He said you don't murder, period. That's the law. And if you do it, it doesn't matter if the United States says it's okay. You're screwed. You're going to have to answer for that. Or not. You can be forgiven. But you have to turn away. You can't abortion, abortion, abortion. That's silly. Yahweh is the law. He doesn't care. He said, don't murder, don't murder. That goes for soldiers. It goes for everybody. Just because some other leisure king tells you to go do something, if it's against the law of Yahweh, 
So you can't have any gods before him. So anytime you're bowing down to the image of that god or king, you're subject to the jurisdiction therein. And if you're subject to something, what are you? You're a slave. You're bound. You're the surety for it. Because that's what the, that's what he said in First Samuel. He said, "Look, you want them? They want like the other nations. Fine, give it to them. They had peace with me. They had freedom. They had love. They had protection. They want this king. He's gonna take all their stuff and then use it for his own glory. And people are like, yeah, let's do that. That sounds great. I'm gonna work all day. He's gonna take ninety percent of my shit. This is wonderful. Can't wait. Where do I sign up? What flag is it?" Is it that one? I like that flag. It's pretty. Sign up right down at the local DMV. Hey, do you remember, anybody see the gangs in New York? No, nobody did. It's pretty interesting. There's a scene where it shows all the Irish coming over on the boats, right? It was around the time, I believe it was around the time of the potato famine. So they were coming over, and they were going to Ellis Island, and they would get their citizenship. They'd get off the boat. You want to be a U.S. citizen? Yeah. Here, go to that table over there. They go to that table over there, and you know what they did to them? They handed them a blue hat and a gun. And they said, you're going to the front lines. We're fighting the South right now. You want to be a citizen? Here's your gun, Johnny. Have at it. That's a true story. They were free from that, weren't they? Mm-hmm. In the tax code, the church is excluded. They're not exempt. They're excluded. But they give up their, what? Their right of freedom to be excluded from because why? It's a separate government. It even says that in Black's Law. It, was, it says in Black's Law, or it reads in Black's Law, excuse me, that the church was an organization established by Jesus Christ under his what? Ordinances and precepts. His laws. They recognize it as a separate government. I know they do because the feds did. I'm not making that up. Nope. We've actually covered that quite a few times in, uh, I believe, in at least two but how do you, episodes. But how do you love your... Oh, sorry. Yeah, at least two episodes. Well, how do you love we, your neighbors? How do you love your neighbors? <laughs> Telling the truth. Right? Yeah. So... We are. I might be in my phase area. No, you're fine right now. It's just we're we're coming to the close of the uh, time that I try to keep this to for the recording. So, any final thoughts, comments, questions from anybody on anything that Sean has said tonight? I'll just say that you know I pretty much agree with everything he says. So. Like I was saying earlier, Sean, it may that whole thing may have came about simply because I have said on numerous occasions that the men and women that are acting in that capacity and in those titles aren't my enemy because most of them are ignorant. Most, I mean, most of them are. I'm just doing my job. So to give a personal experience, I did a I did a job. This summer was a water uh, restoration uh, from water damage restoration. The lady that we that we did the, the job for, she was the ex tax commissioner for the county, and she had no clue about the stuff that she was doing. That you know it was morally repugnant or not. She just had no idea. She, it, I was just doing my job. So that woman, very sweet, nice lady. She's not my enemy. Well, maybe. <laughs>
This is Christine with More Than Jibber Jabber. Please excuse the interruption. I just want to say if you have any questions, you can email jj at more than jibberjabber.xyz. You can find us on Facebook and leave a comment, hashtag show question with your question, and we will answer it on the podcast or as soon as possible. You can also join us at Natural Law Wisdom on Telegram as well. Thank you. Now back to the show. Well, I mean, think about it. I mean, if they're on this, this dude, it doesn't mean they're not, you don't think you like them a bit, but it does mean she's on the other side of things. Right. She used to be. Now she's not. Now she's on the same side. At, That's that, my point. Right. And I think a lot of people make the mistake that they can claim some kind of a, a fraud or blame on her specifically, or they point at the judge and they say, it's your fault that I'm in this position. Yeah. And they look at them like they don't, they, they're not able to unwind, like basically everything that Sean explained in the show, how they don't have any power until, like Alan was saying in the, in the chat, they don't have any power until you give it to them by your own actions or inactions. Not lawful. <clears throat> so, correct. That doesn't mean they ain't going to chop your head off. Right. That's a sucky into this thing, by the way. Just want to point that out. But what I'm saying is a lot of times people want to point that they they think that they can point the finger that the, at the individual man or woman standing in front of them right there, that, that they were the ones who conducted the fraud and, and they can put the blame on, on them. Now, they may be on the other side and participate and maybe they should be waking up by this point. But that's, you know, that's that's our own belief or opinion at this point. And it's like, how could we name them as a, as acting upon us directly? They had they had no they really have no idea. They're just working for the system. So really, it's well, it's what you're fighting yeah, against. Yeah, there's is, a little the bit system. of a catch on that though, because here's the thing about it though. Okay, so let's let's just say you're at court. Court should be very simple. It's not, but it should be. So let's say you do go to court. Let's just let's just talk about the exemption to that because I know this is what people are thinking. Mm-hmm. But what about when I when I tell them and I do it right and they still don't care? That's a legitimate question, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Are you sure you're doing it right? Would be my first thing. And if you're doing, listen, you guys, it's just like anything. You have to, listen, Christ moved in a deliberate way, did things in a deliberate order for a deliberate reason to match up with all the laws in the Old Testament, the Torah, everything. He did things for a reason, okay? You have to be the same way. Okay, here's the issue. How am I going to fix it? Okay, well, I, this is the issue, and this is what I believe should happen, and this is the stand that I'm going to take, and I'm taking this stand, so I'm going to stand as this under this law. So if you're claiming creator law, let's just use that because that's what I'm talking about. Let's say you're using the creator's law of free will, that you can or cannot be under a king if you don't consent. And since this was a demo, uh, democratic republic, which just means you could leave the company anytime you wish, just like J.J. read that little bit of a court case earlier, um, Listen, they'll exclude you from their jurisdiction if they know you're not in it. And we'll we'll do that before we go, JJ, with those two cases. Where was I? What was I saying right before I got sidetracked? They'll they'll exclude you from their their jurisdiction if they know you're not in it. Well, that was the sidetrack. That was a side note. Everything's done for a purpose. Right. Specific yeah, you steps have to, have to, to unwind. Specific to unwind. Steps. So the first thing you have to do, just like the other gentleman, I'm sorry I didn't remember your name, man, but it's just how I am. Sorry. I don't think anybody told me, but uh, he's right. If you don't know where you're going, you're never going to get there. So you have to know who you are 
And you have to understand the differentiation between a personhood, representation of that personhood, and what the creator created, which was simply mankind or womankind. That's it. And the womankind and mankind has a certain jurisdiction because they're in the what? Form of who? Yahweh. Yahweh's what? Law. That's it. And then you're subject to what? Him. Right. I guess what I'm trying to say is that a lot of people, they jump to conclusions, right? You know, in the, the movie Office uh, Office Space where they have to jump to conclusions, Matt? It's like a game yeah. where they jump to conclusions. It's, it's a joke, but it's, it's kind of corny and dry. No, I like, don't. Like, so J, like JG's. Yeah. But they jump <laughs> to conclusions that they can blame. <laughs> like they can, they can blame and point fingers, but okay, they haven't done this, the first step of removing consent. They haven't right. gotten to the point of being, they haven't gotten to the point of actually being stepped on if actually, if somebody's actually on the other side acting unlawful. They haven't even gotten there yet. To, to, no, to they get haven't to. established their standing. Exactly. That's my point. Like, they don't, <laughs> they don't know. Like, they're saying, well, I do everything. I tell them I'm the man living on the land that was born and that says to you. Dude, stop that. The minute you start writing that silliness, the judge knows exactly that you don't know anything. Anything. You know nothing. Look, technically speaking, under free will, and that is natural law, by the way, because Yahweh gives you the free choice to, to reject him, does he not? Yeah, he does. You choose whatever you want. Very right. But you have to establish your standing, what you're standing on. Well, I'm standing on the authority of Yahweh, and he created man. Therefore, I'm not a human. I'm not a part of that world. I don't wish for human rights, constitutional rights. You know, it's not what I'm after. Well, what's your remedy? My remedy is to be left alone. Have I done wrong? I'm not allowed to do wrong under Yahweh's law. Have I done somebody wrong? Says who? I mean, it's very simple. That's, that's as long as the conversation is, well, this guy says, that you know, you were going too fast for him. Well, really? And there's look, there's some thin lines in that. You got somebody went through the middle of a downtown area at 100 miles an hour. It's probably a breach of peace, I think. Guy's probably not governing himself properly. And that's what government's for, is to punish the wicked. That's the whole reason. That's what he said. That's what he always said. I'm going to give them the desires of their heart. They want that? Fine. He'll control every aspect of them. I mean, Yahweh controls us with a rod of iron, does he not? He will when he comes back. But anyway, if you can't establish your standing you're not going anywhere because you're like a ship tossed to and fro in the waves like you're in admiralty you're over here you're back over here admiralty is the law of the sea by the way and the beast comes out of the sea the beast is a ferocious animal or a trap in the hebrew i can't remember the word i'm not going to pretend to pronounce it but i know what i read did a big study on that admiralty is the, the law of the sea which came from the code of Hammurabi, which was out of babylon the mystery Babylon, and it's the great deception, in my opinion, because, listen, it permeates every facet of everything all over the world universally, which is the uniform commercial code. They're bringing everybody under one uniform code, U-N-form. That's what it is, uniform. A little play on words is my own little thing, but... uh, I like it. You like it? I like it. Hey, I was, I was so, just thinking about something real quick. Yeah. I, I was thinking, like, you know, for people that, that that claim that their rights have been stepped on, how 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 would that be possible if if they hadn't if they have not exercised them thus far? Well, how the, could they how could they claim that their rights have been stepped upon if they haven't exercised them yet? Well, you, you know, that's what I keep their right, but they trampled on them. They trampled on their own rights themselves. Correct. Yeah, that's what that's where the people that, most people that we get into conversations with they. 
they want to jump to those conclusions like oh they're taking my rights it's like no they're they're not you're not even exercising them that yet you haven't even taken the first step yeah i mean it's like uh man you are you understand you have a duty and an obligation to your fellow man and even though they're acting under title you still have a duty and an obligation to them to answer them properly in proper form yeah especially they if have you know right especially if you've had prior intricacies with that with that system well, yeah i mean if you, it's just like if you don't have a mastercard i don't really think you're getting a mastercard bill i mean what if the whole world just said ah, we're not gonna do that i guess it wouldn't happen hmm. i didn't get no shot not getting it not of my own free will free with that too and the thing is, and this is the other, just if I may say this, I think, listen, if you want to be gay, be gay. That doesn't mean I have to agree with it. If you want to, if you're going to get an abortion, you're going to answer for it. And that doesn't mean I can't bitch about it or try to change it. I have the right to do that. Just like you have the right to, to do what you're doing, unless it harms other people. And that's the problem with some of those things, you know, but if they don't have the right to have their belief, doesn't somebody else get to decide whether or not you have a right to yours? Absolutely. Like you stomp out beliefs through teaching. Look what Christ did. He didn't come back and lead some kind of armed rebellion. He came back and set the Torah right. He came back to explain it again because we're all screwing up. With that, John, we're going to leave the other cases, the Barron case and the city of Dallas versus Mitchell case to next week. Well, just let me say this about that Barron case. Okay. It's this simple. They said the guy wasn't one of their citizens. And he thought for sure he was until he got there and he went, are you crazy? We came in here to this matter. We have no jurisdiction in the matter. In the wrong court, buddy. It's the same thing Pilate said. And the reason they said that is because of what the city of Dallas case says, even though the other case came first. I think one was 1833 and the Dallas case was like somewhere up in the 19, was it 30s or 13 or something like that? I don't remember. Something like that. Anyway, they're not disagreeing with one another. I mean, it's important to know that. Because, listen, if that guy didn't, listen, if that guy was considered not a citizen, what do you think that means for you? When you say that guy, you mean the guy in, in uh, Barron. Living at near the state of Maryland or whatever. Yeah, Barron versus the mayor's yep. mayor board of all. Like, he took it to the Supreme Court and he said, we have no jurisdiction in this matter. That's what your state's for, buddy. You're in the wrong court. We came in here this matter. Can't hear the matter. And we don't even think it's of much difficulty, but it is really important. They said, hey, we consider this matter of great importance, but not much difficulty. You're not one of ours, and you should have known that. That's what they told him. That was 1833. What was that Marshall? What was his name? Justice. Uh, just John Marshall. Marshall. I'm tired. John Marshall. Yeah, he was considered the like the one of the greatest constitutional justices ever. And you know who echoed the same thing? Justice Scalia. Yep. Isn't that isn't that irony? Sean, that was the case. And if where you, you pay had, attention, they do it all the time. When you when you read it, that was kind of like your first yeah. introduction to like scratching your head, going, wait a minute, if the Bill of Rights doesn't apply to me, what am I doing? Oh, the Baron versus the yeah, the the Baron case is what woke Alan and I up. It only took that one little segment of that one little case, two paragraphs, and I went, Alan and I said, We are on the wrong side of things. We got this all wrong, and we better figure it out quick because <laughs> yeah. we're going to bear some liability if we don't. Like, don't get me wrong. I mean, I say Alan and I because I see him all the time, but him and I, look, him and I don't agree on everything, but we agree on most things. And one thing we definitely agree on is, like, we don't stand around blaming all of them for doing their thing. We blame them for doing their thing. Don't get me wrong. Like, they're liable, too. 
they're they're not doing right most of them. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't mean that him and I don't have to try to stay in our lane. Like you still have an obligation and a duty and your responsibility to yourself and the people around you, and that doesn't ever go away. You don't ah oh, remember the kingdom of heaven. We need to I need to cut that out if somebody does. Remember that little speech he's talking with the king, and the king says that you can never stand before the creator and said, I was told to do thus and this. Yep. I think a lot of people should watch that movie. I think especially I think they would find it. You guys would love that movie. It's got a it's lot of really great stuff in it. But he's right, you're right. And then later on, that king eats those words, doesn't he, JD? Yeah. Remember they said, we're trying to get you to do, would not doing just a little bit of evil for the greater good. He said, man, if I do either a kingdom of conscience or we're nothing. Yeah. That's the law. That's it. That, that's a great movie. And listen, and you remember the other, gosh, how many lessons there are in that movie. Remember he said your enemies will know your qualities wherever you go. Like you're my enemy, but they were friends, but they were still opposing like that never changed. They were still on the opposite side of things. That's why you can love your enemy. There's plenty of people that I don't agree with, but I respect them. Are you to the end of your thought for the night? or Only if you don't hang up. You keep going. You know I'm going to run my mouth. Well, so I, just tell everybody we're leaving. So here, here we go. I'll, I'll put it to you this way. For every one hour of recording, it takes me about four hours to do the editing. So... And I'm not complaining. I don't mind. And I've let us go to about an hour and a half of recorded time tonight. So it's going to take me probably about four and a half hours to get through it all. Especially with your mic phase in the first 25 to 30 minutes. That's why I've shortened it, you know, to try to keep it in about the hour. Because, one, we tend to lose people on the live call. You know, we've lost a couple tonight because we've went so long. But it is what it is. So, again, I'm going to, at the risk of going another 15 minutes, I'm going to ask if any Alan, no, or sis has. No, they can send them in. Send them in. We're getting off this call. It's over. All right. If you well, have any, if you have anything, questions or anything, mail them. You, you got to do snail mail. Editor, and then mail them in to P.O. Box 774-498-9475. Broadcast Live News, New York. Oh, what's a, what's a P.O. Box? You could just box? type them in. The, I don't know. <laughs> sounded good. All right, so here. Play the music, JJ. Oh, here we go. How's that? So, anyway. Uh... <laughs> Great song choice there, JJ. Well, thank you. Yeah. It just crashed on me. <laughs> uh, so, anyway, uh, if you like what you've heard, come check us out on our website, morethanjibberjabber.xyz. Uh, Catch the promo. Boy, I'll probably cut all this out. <laughs> uh, anyway, this is more than Jibber Jabber trying to do our best and changing the hearts and minds of those seeking truth. See you guys next weekend. Join the family that believes in freedom. The Resistance United Family. Join now at t.me forward slash 
Resistance United family worldwide. You've been listening to More Than Jibber Jabber. We work extremely hard to bring you content that spreads the message of truth. If you feel the podcast has been a blessing to you in some way, and you wish to contribute towards our efforts, donations are gratefully received. You can donate via PayPal to Reverend Wolf at ProtonMail.com. Have a great week, and we'll see you next Sunday.